It's November 3, 2022. My name is Jimmy Van, and it's time for KYM Live. My guest somehow got 27 bucks out of a TikTok lawsuit. She hates getting stuck between a family of kids on a plane. And she says that if you treat wait staff badly, you're a bad person with poop stuck in your butt. She is the co-host of the Gaming Gun Weird podcast alongside Jules the Human right here at Know Your News on Saturdays at 4 o'clock Eastern Time. This is Cresta Star. Hey, Cresta. How you doing? You're muted. <laughs> professional streamer she is, I promise you. I assure you that I'm professional. Thank you so much for that intro. Like, wow, that's, I mean, it's true. Treat weight staff nice. Come on now. <laughs> I, I told Cresta off the air. I was looking at her, at her Twitter this morning because that's how I get stuff for the bio every week. And I learned so much about you today, Cresta. I am a notorious meme lord, a shit poster, <laughs> if you will. And I keep forgetting that I'm trying to be more of a professional person. But it worked out for little Nas X and Doja Cat. So there's a there's a niche there. <laughs> well, you're going to be good on this. I just know you got the personality for this. So here's what's going to happen. We're going to talk to KYN7, seven of the top news stories of the week that are stupid, funny, and weird. I'm going to get your reactions, and I'll ask you questions along the way. And guys, get in your super chats to get your question or statement right on the air. And if you don't want to donate through YouTube or if you can't catch the show live, go to KYNchat.com, leave a question or statement anytime you want, and we'll read it on the air. And I say this every week, and I feel like a broken record. It's so easy to find seven stupid stories every single week. I got to whittle it down. And so <laughs> I got seven good ones for you again. You ready to go? I am born ready. I'm excited. I'm ready to get these cheap laughs, cheap heat. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Well, let's start with story number seven reported by 4029 News. All right. Picture this. So there's an Arkansas state trooper and they're trying to pull over a motorcycle rider in Little Rock, Arkansas, because he's driving without a license plate. Okay. The rider decides he's not having none of that. He's trying to get away. Eventually, he jumps off the bike and he makes a run for it. And he's got troopers behind him and they're chasing him. One trooper decided to use his taser to try to apprehend the rider. Crescent Star, what happened next? All I'm hearing in my mind is Benny Hill music. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with this officer rolled a natural one. My cameras, I'm, I'm getting lost in time. Um, uh, I'm going to say that the officer rolled a nat one and tased another officer while the man was able to run away on foot. That's what I'm guessing. I'm guessing he rolled a nat one. <laughs> That's a creative answer, a creative answer. So what happened was the taser hit the guy's backpack and it turned out that he had a gallon of gasoline in the backpack and the thing exploded. We got video courtesy of the Arkansas State Police and viewer discretion is advised for this one. Check this out. So there's the guy chasing him. Taser, boom. The thing lights up. The rider is 38-year-old Christopher Gaylor. He was hospitalized. He's expected to be okay. He faces charges of felony fleeing, failure to register a vehicle, no liability insurance, driving with a suspended license. He basically faces all kinds of shit, but he's going to be all right. I got to ask... Why does he have gasoline in the backpack? Like, is he, do you think he was funneling it from cars? Cause like gas is really expensive and he's stealing it. Like, why the hell does he have gas in the backpack? Gas is too damn high, but yeah, I don't, I'm at a loss for words. And that really happens. <laughs> so there's a few things going through my mind. One, like you said, why do you have gasoline in your backpack? Even if gas yeah. is too damn high, put it in a gas container, put it there. Second of all, 
So both those cops ran away. That poor man was a fireball for a solid three seconds. Yeah, well, they they went to get the they went to get the extinguishers. I I even though I'm a criminal, I would want to know what my legal rights are. I would, (laughs) but also. Why do you have gasoline in your backpack? I right. know gas is expensive, but why why in a bag? What what was it? I don't understand. I have questions. No one has the answers. My brain is blue screening. Yeah, and obviously the cops didn't know that. And and Not so I, like the only thing I can possibly think of is that maybe he was stealing it because gas is expensive. Maybe he was funneling uh-huh. it. I don't know. Very strange, but that's what happened. So every story that I do, I always try to ask a question that's somehow related to it. Uh-huh. And so my question for you with this one is, have you ever been involved in any kind of, of a high-speed chase, whether it be in a car, maybe you're running down the sidewalk, maybe you're on a bicycle. Have you ever been involved in any kind of a high-speed chase? Jimmy, I'm soft. And I say this all the time <laughs> on every podcast that I'm, I am soft. And to make it worse, my father was a police officer. I couldn't even step out of line. What? <laughs> and my mom was a teacher not. The, the high-speed chase is me falling asleep. <laughs> Is that right? So you said you mean S A W F T? Is that what you mean? S A W F soft, and you can't teach. Awesome! I knew you would get the reference. So your dad, your dad's police officer? He's retired now. Many moons ago, my dad was in the army. He was also an MTA. My dad did everything that you could to get a coin, and I respect it. That's why I do all these jobs for everything. I'm trying to get a coin. I'm like my dad. Fascinating! I want him to see that clip. Show him that clip. With the dude, I'd like to know how he would have handled that situation if he was chasing that guy. He would have laughed and ran. He's like, "Why you got gas in your? Why do you have gas in your backpack? Open gas in your backpack? Why? Why?" Doesn't make any sense. We can only joke about it because the guy's all right. But yes, it, it, it doesn't make any sense. All right, let's go on to story number six, reported by the Daily Mail, and I already know you're going to like this one. Mm. So, a mom in Australia, she bought a Halloween decoration on Amazon for her ten-year-old son. It was advertised as a scary fake corpse in a bag. And we have a picture of what it looks like. So that is basically what she's buying. A scary fake corpse in a bag as a Halloween decoration. The seller of that product, they also advertise the assembly instructions, which show you what you get if you buy it. And there's the, here's the assembly instructions. So it basically shows you, okay, so you get like a mannequin, a blow up mannequin, you get like the garbage bag, you get the duct tape. There's the instructions of how you put the whole thing together. So the the mom in Australia that bought that, she ran into a little problem. Cresta, what do you think it was? Somebody thought it was real. Ain't no way. I mean, it looks funny, but somebody had to have thought it was real. Because I enjoy Halloween, but there's always that one person who's like, oh my God, I hate scary. And me too. But come on, why would they have it outside? Someone thought it was real. So they get the package from Amazon. The 10-year-old son opens the box. And instead of a mannequin, they gave him a sex doll. We got a pick of what they got. There it is. Right there. The mom said that she had to answer some uncomfortable questions after her son saw that and asked about it. So the mom contacted the seller. And the seller said that they sent exactly what was ordered and that the quality is equal to its price. So let me ask you, so let's say that you ordered that for the family and it's like a mannequin in a, in a, in a bag, whatever, and a sex doll shows up. How would you feel about it? Because when you really think about it, they're putting it in a bag anyway, right? When you think about it. Jimmy, where do you find these stories? <laughs> <laughs> I do my searching, you know what I mean? 
And I do. I, I vet them, too. I vet them. I mean, this is this is top tier. I'm not complaining. This is top tier. I will say this. I mean, if you have kids at some point, you have to explain what happens. You know, uh -huh. when, when the birds and the bees happen. However, you know you playing Mr. Seller Man on Amazon. You know you playing. You know you playing. <laughs> I mean, it's not the worst. And I, I'm always imagining like worst case scenario. And these somehow happen to be way worse than what anything I could imagine. <laughs> That's but what I, I strive for on this show. It's you know 10 I mean? out of 10. I'm, I got my tea. I'm so happy I'm here, Jimmy. I'm so happy. <laughs> All right. So my question for you on this one, have you ever ordered a product online where what you expected didn't exactly match what you ended up getting? No, but if we route it back to the last thing with my dad for a, um, for one of my birthdays, I had a friend bring me stuff like like it was a birthday party and it brought me a sex toy in front of my dad at my what? I, was, I was 23, 25, 24. I mean, whatever. I'm 24 now. So you get it. Uh, but we, we people were handing out gifts and he handed me a sex toy and my dad was there and my dad busted out laughing. My dad oh, is really good. the coolest person. But for me, I was mortified, <laughs> mortified. Fascinating. <laughs> what kind of sex? Can I ask what it was? It was it wrapped? It, it it looked like it would it would have been like a vase or a bouquet or something, and then like it was a freaking vibrant. <laughs> and did you and did you open it in front of your dad? Is that what happened? Of course I did, because it was wrapped like something else. And then right. when you open it, it's a freaking Hitachi. Right. My dad is just laughing. <laughs> Shout out to my dad for having the best sense of humor. And you know, uh, what? screw that friend. We're still friends, but I'll give him an eye jammy every time I see him. <laughs> amazing, amazing. I'm learning so much about Crestus today. <laughs> <laughs> all right reminder guys get in your super chats to get your question or statement right on the air and if you can't catch the show live go to kynchat.com leave a question or statement anytime you want and we'll read it on the next show let's go to story number five i wish i had 20 of these because you're fun doing this <laughs> let's go to story number five reported by woio tv this is a good one too so there's a 58 year old man out of cleveland ohio his name is desmond ramsey and he made the decision to call a hitman and attempt to set up a murder for hire plot against his own son. What? Yes. However, Mr. Ramsey ran into a problem. Cresta star. What happened? He called an informant. Come on now. <laughs> Wait, how bad is your son that you want to set up a hit on your son? Yeah. So, he dialed the wrong number and he left voicemails for a hitman with a local business instead. And we've got a clip courtesy of the police department in Westlake, Ohio. Listen to this. It's time. My son's name is. It's a five grand hit on him. I don't give a way yet or what he doing or who he with. Kill that. It do take nerve. <laughs> so police arrested Mr. Ramsey. He admitted that he had gotten into an argument with his son and made the call after drinking. He was charged with complicity to commit murder, which is a first degree felony. My first question is, okay, so you, you decide you're going to do this. And I understand that he had some drinks or whatever. Doesn't the local business, isn't there a voice message when you're leaving a voicemail? How do you not know that you're not calling the hitman? Like, I don't know what business he called because they wanted to remain anonymous, but how did he not know when he's leaving a voicemail that he might not have the wrong guy? Like, how do you make that mistake? Because ain't no law when you're on the claw. <laughs> <laughs> there's no law. Like, 
I, I'm trying to wrap my head around this whole situation. So you mean to tell me you and your son got into an argument? I don't condone violence, but I'd rather you, you know, one-on-one -on -one with your son, like shoot the fair one with your son. But instead, instead, you found $5,000 in cash, yep. drank, decided to call a bunch of, not even sure if it was the right number, left a voicemail. Like, have you never seen Judge Judy? Criminal minds? <laughs> like, you, you left a trail of evidence. What is happening? And then to fight your own, to shoot your own son? You could have... <sighs> Maybe alcohol rehab is in your future. <laughs> I mean, jail is definitely in your future. Oh, yeah. Jail's in like, the future. Yeah. Maybe it's time to lay off the claw. <laughs> what? Yeah, the whole thing. I mean, that sounds like an episode of a, of a TV show right there. They're going to make an episode about this. You know what I mean? So it's, uh, it's pretty fascinating. So my question for you, do you have any memorable stories of dialing the wrong number or maybe somebody called you by mistake? I've given out the wrong number plenty of times in my On purpose, life. though? On purpose? Yes, yes. Ah, yes. you're one of those. Yes. Because I wanted to, listen, I tell you no, you're not taking no for an answer. There used to be a nifty thing called the rejection line in New York. Uh -huh. <laughs> I forgot the number, but when you would call it, people like, the person who gave you this number doesn't want to talk to you or see you ever again really Back there's actually that that existed really <laughs> that i think it was it was like a two one two number you could give people the rejection line or there was another line that used to be like the person who gave you this number thinks your breath stinks <laughs> it was like wow. way back before people were like that's your number let me call you right now let me talk to you right now that's that was before that that was way before that <laughs> fascinating fascinating i will admit that there were times you know when you like sign up for something in college like you yeah. sign up you sign up for a credit card because you want to get like the free gift mm -hmm. i used to i used to always put in four three nine oh 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 which is a canadian pizza chain that was always <laughs> my number so i did do that on the regular i but. think um the new york city yes two one two four seven nine seven nine nine zero wow i read yo that yes 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 it was either that or eight fascinating. Six, seven five three oh nine yeah <laughs> <laughs> fascinating that that exists that's a smart idea i wonder if they have that in every major city that's fascinating i think it's great because some people listen consent is attractive but when people tell you no they mean no and some people can't take no so listen my phone is dead take my number call me when you get home and then when you call this like go to hell <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna isolate that that's going on twitter this week uh, go to hell <laughs> isolating that all right let's move on to story number four reported by kamc tv okay so you know how it is not unusual for people or businesses to try to capitalize on pop culture in order to draw attention onto themselves, right? So like you'll see Halloween costumes based on celebrities or there'll be items on a restaurant menu named after the characters in a movie or something. You always yeah. see stuff like that. So there's a pizzeria in Lubbock, Texas called Capital Pizza. They put a fake pizza on display for that very reason. They wanted to take advantage of pop culture and they're getting a lot of heat over it. And so my question, Cresta, what pop culture reference inspired that pizza display? Oh, wow. I'm about to be exposed here live in 4K. <laughs> um, I don't know. So I'm going to go with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Raphael, Donatello, Michelangelo. <laughs> That's way better than what they did. The, the pizza prop, they called it the Jeffrey Dahmer special. Nope. We got nope. picks. We got picks. Look at this. 
So Dahmer, of course, is a popular new series on Netflix about the serial killer. The manager of that restaurant said that because it was Halloween season and with the popularity of the Netflix show, they thought that it would be a fun prop for Halloween. They included eyeballs and fingers and even an ear. The whole thing is inedible. It's made out of styrofoam and plastic, and then they put some ramen noodles in there. I don't know how they thought this was a good idea. Like, I don't know. Can you imagine if a family member of one of the victims happened to make their way in there or something? You know what I mean? I don't know how they thought that was a good idea. What do you think about it? To quote an ancient internet meme, disgusting, first uh -huh. and foremost. Second of all, after all the backlash, it's no secret that people were upset that this was already being made a movie. Mm -hmm. Why would you then like this? So you could have done Squid Game. That's not offensive. Right. You could have done Harry. Like that was given Harry Potter. You could have put Muggle. You could have done anything, anything, else, anything else. But instead, you know what you chose? The weird option. Why? Yeah. Why? Why? Like, why? 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 I feel like, why? 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 It's almost like people think that that whole thing was just like a fictional drama. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they don't think it was real. It was fucking real. You know Sometimes I mean? we're so far removed from when the thing actually happened versus right. the populace of people who sometimes are just now hearing about it. Right. That it becomes a, uh, well, that didn't happen. It's like, uh, yes, it did. Like, I was alive for that. What are you yeah, me too. about? Like, yeah. what? Uh, yeah. I was I was I alive for death? No, I'm 21, so I was not alive for death. You're 21 now? I'm only are you, are you getting younger as the show goes on? It's the mint tea. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> All right, so what are your go-to toppings when you order a pizza? I'm going to assume no eyeballs, no ears, no fingers. What are your go-to toppings when you order a pizza? So since you're learning a lot about me today, Jimmy, a I lot. don't eat pork. So okay. I will only probably get like beef or chicken or extra cheese. I'm so plain. Mm -hmm. Maybe spinach if I'm fancy. But yeah, that's it. I'm I'm so plain. I'm so boring. Fascinating. Are you a dipper? Uh, I mean, only with the Papa John's garlic because that that's different. That's that's not even a sauce. That's not even a sauce. That's not even a sauce in my opinion. That's an enhancement. It's a way of life. Right exactly. But not ranch. <laughs> I'll dip my nuggets, like my hot wings, my little boneless hot wings, which are just chicken nuggets. It is what it is. Be mad at your mom about it. But it's like, <laughs> they're, they're the hot nuggets. So you put it in that, but that's fine. But pizza? No, no, no. Only no the garlic dip it. So. No dip it. All right. Final reminder, guys, get in your super chats to get your statement or question read on the air or go to KYNchat.com. Leave a, a contribution whenever you want, and we'll read your question or statement on the next episode. We're whipping through these fast today. You know what I mean? I'm Story sorry. Number I'll, I'll three. be more long-winded. Long <laughs> Story number three reported by Fox 5 Atlanta. Another good one here. So there was a burglary ring going on in Coweta County, Georgia. They were targeting homes and cars in the area. Investigators ended up catching one of the suspects after he did something very stupid. And in the end, after they got to him, they ended up arresting eight people that were all involved in this theft ring in the area. My question is, what did the suspect do that led to the police catching him? Why do I feel... In my heart, in my gut, in my scrot, <laughs> that he put it on social media. Because that seems to be the MO. You do a crime, and then you with your phone, you're like, <laughs> and then the police catch you, and you have your location on. I I want to bet money he put it on social. He put it on, like, Snapchat. Did the, did the youth still use Snapchat? <laughs> when you see this guy's mugshot, I don't even think he's that young. 
But what happened was he left a trail of Milky, Milky Way wrappers from a victim's house all the way back to his own house. We have a pic of one of the wrappers. Put that up, Joel. There's one of the wrappers that he left behind. And here's a mugshot of the guy. His name is Gerald Bennett. Look at that winner right there. He Gerald Bennett. <laughs> yeah. So basically, here's what happened. So these eight people, they all lived in the area. They all lived nearby to these locations that they stole from. And they would use trails through the woods to go back and forth and to transport the items that they stole back and forth. So one of the houses, Mr. Bennett, stole a bag of Milky Way bars. And on the way back to his place, he decided to eat them along the way and drop the wrappers as he went. So all the police did was follow the trail. <laughs> <laughs> right back to his place. It reminds me of Hansel and Gretel, but instead of like dropping a trail of breadcrumbs to find your way back home, this idiot just dropped candy wrappers to lead to his arrest. That's what happened. Smart thinking, right? Don't do drugs. Don't do crime. <laughs> <laughs> Especially don't do the combination of the two. <laughs> don't. What? Like, that's so unbelievably stupid. So you stole the merchant. That's about as dumb as stealing from someone's house and then going to the pawn shop to try to steal, sell the stolen items right after you stole it. What is wrong with you? So you robbed the house. I was like, yo, I stole this Milky Way. I could use a snack all the way back to your house. You just throwing it on the floor. Yep. Yep. That's what he did. Maybe, maybe, you know, criminal, criminaling thievery isn't for him. Maybe you need to get you a factory, factory job or something it's like, cause that ain't it. That's not the one. Yikes. I think that's disrespectful to factory workers. This guy's going to be making cars. They're going to be like crashing off the lot. You know what I'm saying? That's fair. No, you're absolutely right, sir. Maybe, maybe an <laughs> education. A higher education, not high like the one you are in that mugshot, because Jesus Christ, <laughs> like, but education might be in your future. How dumb, how dumb, like, how dumb. So your top three favorite candy bars, Cresta, and go. Twix, Snickers, and I don't know if Reese's Pieces counts as a candy bar. Yeah, that counts, you can count that. Yeah, yeah. if I had to do a top three, um, I want to give a special mention to Mounds and Almond Joy. I don't like them, but my grandma is single-handedly keeping them in business like Jordan Grace's grandma. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny you would bring up Candy Bar, so I have to give them that and Payday, too, because I've never seen anyone besides my grandma eat a Payday. <laughs> so if you had to pick just one and you had to forever eliminate the other two, what would be the one you'd go with if you had to choose just one? Twix. You would. You could just go with Twix. Yeah, because um, Snickers... And uh, Reese's, I like peanut butter, but not like that. After a while, it gets very overwhelming for me. So that's enough. Cookie, caramel, ratio. There's a lot going on in there, so my mouth can't focus on one thing. Interesting. So if you ever make your way to Canada, they have a thing in Canada called OMGs. And they're basically clusters. And they got like chocolate and almonds and toffee and stuff in there. And they are addictive as hell. So OMGs is my pick. I don't need a lot of sugar, a lot of chocolate. But if I mm. want something, OMGs is the winner. It's freaking Definitely awesome. Definitely would give that a try. That sounds good as hell, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to story number two, reported by KHON News. And I can't wait till we get to story number one because I know you're going to love it, too. <laughs> Reported by KHON News. So imagine that you go to a tattoo shop with your friends and you can't decide what you want to get as the tattoo, you know, and you're flip flopping back and forth. You got a variety of options in your head. Can't decide what one you want to go with. There's a tattoo parlor in Honolulu, Hawaii. It's called Tattoo Licious. And they say that they have a solution to this problem. Cresta, what is their solution? 
I mean, you let the tattoo artist pick. I've got three tattoos. And if I don't know, I would, personally speaking, I'm researching the tattoo artist. So if there's someone who I'm a fan of their work, go crazy. If it's within my budget, go crazy. But I have a feeling, based off of the other stories that you told me today, <laughs> that that is not what happened. <laughs> they went on TikTok and closed their eyes or threw a dart somewhere. I'm thinking the most random option. I, I, I got a feeling that's not what happened. They didn't research the artist. They said something else. <laughs> so you're kind of close. So what happened was the tattoo shop created a machine that they called the get what you get tattoo machine. And we got video of it, courtesy of the tattoo licious website. Check this out. So for 200 bucks, you get two spins and you get to choose between two designs. So every time you do a spin, you get one of those designs in like a ball that comes out of the machine, mm -hmm. 200 bucks, two spins. If you don't like what you get, then you pay an extra 20 bucks and you get an extra spin. There are over 200 designs in the machine and the artists are constantly refilling it with new ones. So there's always new ones going on in there. Mm. Uh, this is quite the gamble. This is permanent ink we're talking about. Do you think that you would ever try the get what you get tattoo machine? No, not at all. Just shooting it down just like that. It's a great idea. Don't get me wrong, but I'm very particular about my ink. And I feel like, like you said, if it's going to go on your body forever, right? you should be very particular about what you want. It's cool if you want to have the experience. Like, I've been binging Ink Master. So if you're one of those people who want to go get like a free tattoo or a discounted tattoo, you cannot complain. You cannot complain. And again, this is going to be on your body. Mm -hmm. I think it's a great idea if you like all the artists in the shop. If you're like, okay, I just want to get like one of these $20 tattoos. Like if you go like to downtown somewhere in your local metro area, there's a tattoo shop that you can see one of the things that is bang it out on you real quick. That's cool if you want the experience. But if you're already going to Honolulu, and you're, uh, for all of that, just just do the research. I mean, it's not a bad idea. I think it's great if you're with a group of friends, but two hundred dollars for mm, for all of that, I'd rather I'd rather pick what I want. I'd rather I could find something for that's that's expensive to uh, that's expensive. So you, you figure something out. You figure something yeah. out. Yeah, do you yeah. have any tattoos, Jimmy? No. So I want to get something on my forearm related to my children. My wife is is basically telling me no. And uh, I pick my battles. I fight back when it's worth my while. So I've held off on it just because I just don't need the grief in my life. But that's what—that's an idea that I got in the back of my head. Happy wife, so, happy life. Yeah, and it's—it's—it's it's, it's not a hard battle to, to to turn around on or to turn away on. So I'll let it go for yeah. the time being. Maybe when she goes <laughs> away, if she goes away on vacation or something, maybe she'll come back and I'll go surprise. You hit her with the Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Your timing with that was perfect. Your timing was perfect because that leads me to my next question. Oh, no. Perfect. So you hear stories sometimes about people getting tattoos of a celebrity somewhere on their body. And there was a guy that got Hulk Hogan on his back and he was famous for a while because Hogan got wind of it and whatnot. So my question for you is going to be, if you had to pick one celebrity to get a tattoo of, who would it be and where on your body would you put it? Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> if it had to be like, they were like, you have to pick one. It'd probably be Amy Lee from Evanescence because I've been an Evanescence fan forever. Okay. But I 
Listen, also, like, as many tattoos as I have, only have three, I am a wimp. Back to the whole SWAFT thing. So I'd probably get it somewhere where it wouldn't hurt so much. Maybe on my shoulder, because I have a tattoo on my on this arm, and this hurt. That hurts so much, and I have one on my ribs, and this hurt way more. So really? maybe on my, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, because at least the ribs only hurt with the bone and the meat. This part, there's nothing, there's nowhere to hide. There's nowhere to hide. There's nowhere to hide. <laughs> Have you heard of a YouTube channel called Twins of the New Trend? No. So Twins of the New Trend is these two these two brothers. I think they're in Indiana. Mm -hmm. And they went viral because what they do is they do reaction videos of music videos. And like Obama heard about them and did an interview with them. And they went famous for a while. They have a video where they reacted to the Evanescence song. What's the popular one from uh, Bring Me Back to Life? life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Up, yep. So they did one where they reacted to that and the guy went apeshit. He loved it so much. And so I've always remembered that video because the guy loved it so much. So look up Twins in the New Trend, Evanescence. You will love that guy's reaction to that song. He loved it. So it was really, really good. I have been an Amy Lee fan since the dawn of time. I, I love that band. I love that band. <laughs> Her voice is stellar too. Like really, yes. really, really special. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's time for the last one already. This goes by so quick. You have been an amazing guest. I'm going to have you on again sometime. Yeah. An awesome guest. Mm, bring me back. Bring back my girl. <laughs> Story number one, and this was posted on Twitter. So there's a woman in Sheffield, England. Her name is Emily Glendenning, and she bought a stuffed toy for her dog. Her dog's name is Ned, and she got the toy from an Aldi store in the UK. And what the toy is supposed to be is a bowl of nachos, but like it's stuffed, like a stuffed animal, a bowl of nachos. Here's a picture of what the toy looks like. All right, that's it right there. The bowl that's of stuffed cute. nachos, right? Emily discovered a problem with that toy, and she tagged Aldi on Twitter. She tagged the store because she wanted them to know about it. Cresto, what was the problem with the toy? I'm trying to think of the weirdest option, the most far out there option. It was crack cocaine in the nachos. Final answer. Final answer. Lock in those lyrics. Um, here's what it looks like when you take the nachos out of it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Emily, Emily posted. She said, I got quite the fright finding Ned with his face in this. <laughs> That's what you posted on Twitter. So what do you think of the Nacho Vag Bowl, Cresta? You know what? At least the dog <laughs> is doing it safe. <laughs> Not impregnating other dogs in her own home. And maybe, maybe she needs to stop being so close-minded. <laughs> I mean, uh, there are worse things. At least it wasn't crack cocaine. At least it wasn't crack cocaine. There are worse. Was it crack cocaine? No, no. There's worse things in this world. Yeah. <laughs> Final question for you: Do you have any toys or collectibles that's made to look like food? Let me turn to my to my illustrious definite bookcase behind me, <laughs> uh -huh. and definitely not a green screen picture. Actually, I don't. Now that I'm looking, I got lots of shapes of of things, but I definitely don't. The, the closest thing to food that I have that I'm looking at is a can of handy wipes that have an avocado on the front. Uh-huh. That's the closest thing. No stuffed hot dogs, hamburgers, you know, all the stuff that they, they make, you know. Interesting. I got a I got a championship belt. That's, <laughs> that's all. I got a stone cold championship. Stone cold, the belt. smoking skull belt. You got the smoking skull belt? 
Yeah, I had the mini one, but I lost it in my adventures in California, allegedly, apparently, maybe. Uh -huh. I don't know. Allegedly, apparently. Stone Cold pinned me for the mini one. That's what happened. That's the story. Oh, yeah? Is that what happened? That would happen? Okay. 24-7 well, you know match. He rang the bell. I, I tapped. I tapped, as a matter of fact. I don't like pain. <laughs> Put, putting him over is not a bad decision. Not a bad decision. All right. I want to thank our guest, Cresta Starr. Cresta, tell the people what you're doing and where they can find you. If you guys are here, and I love you so much for being here, later on tonight on Fightful, you can find me and the illustrious Joe Pearl covering all things Impact. And if you didn't hear our announcement, I will also be covering the pay-per-views for Impact as well. So bring your butts. That'll put butts in seats. You can find me on twitch.tv slash Star. And if you're like, I can't do all of that, Go to Twitter.com, type Cresta the Star with two E's, like Megan the Stallion, and my link tree is right in my bio. Follow me on all forms of social media. Jimmy, this was freaking fantastic. I, I could do this with Joel, but where can they find you? What about you, Jimmy? Don't worry about me. I'm the guy behind the scenes. You know what I mean? So usually you look up like a Sean Ross Sapp or one of those guys. Mm -hmm. This is just something. You can find me if you want to find me. But that is going to do it for KYM Live. Tune in next Thursday at 3 o'clock Eastern time for more silliness that is totally real. And until then, bye for now. Bye.